Welcome to Welcome to the Gun Show. I am joined by Garrett. Hey, everybody. And Tarek. Hookers and blow. <laughs> you did say you were going to put that back in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, a <laughs> couple of things we need to uh, briefly mention before we continue into the uh, show topic for uh, this episode. First thing is competitive coaching with Gaz. Uh, find him on Facebook, competitive coaching with, uh, nope, sorry, Gaz Competitive Shooter. That's the one. Here we go. Uh, or info at dvctech.co.za. Reminder that he makes uh, lubricants for your firearms. He makes a squib hammer. Uh, the Glock Dry Fire Cube, the P10C Potency Cube, and some other stuff for uh, making your shooting better. Dry Fire Target, what else am I missing yet? Case loop, gun Case sanitizer. Loop, gun sanitizer. Soon, uh, well, I can't tell you about that because we're still testing it, but soon something else. <laughs> yes, that new thing that's really awesome, I recommend it highly. You should... Phone Gaz and say, I wish to purchase some of the new thing, please. Yes. <laughs> For some monies. But not some of the old thing, right? Some of the new thing. No, the new thing. Yes. The new thing. Yeah. Not the old thing that does the cool colors. Do the, do the new thing that doesn't do the cool colors. Yeah, you wouldn't want cool colors. Yes. Why would you want cool colors? <laughs> Except that you, if you want some cool colors, then like we can hook you up with cool colors. There we go. We'll hook you up with cool colors. Uh, info at dvctech.co.za. Uh, DVC Technologies is also on Facebook. And they're on Instagram And the Grams. Now. And the Grams. You'll find them everywhere. Gaz can also help you with some other things that uh, if you give him a call, he'll, uh, he can explain the other services. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> see, see my introduction. <laughs> Next one is uh, Zero Mike Bullets. We'd like to thank them for their uh, their support. You guys know the drill. Website's up. Bullets are available. Um, multiple different weights and profiles in 9 mil. There's now two weights in 40, 180, and yes. 200. There's still 230 grains for uh, 45. And I think you said there's now weight cutter and semi-weight cutter for the uh, revolver dudes, right? Yeah, 38 special. There's a 158 grain wad cutter. Uh, oh, sorry, 158 grand semi watt cutter. And for the weirdo pin shooters, there's a 230 grain full watt cutter or double ended. It's like a giant cylinder. Of, it's like Ponty. Basically, it's Ponty that you put in your gun. Put in your if gun. you're a foreigner, Ponty is a building that is um, filled with drug dealers and round. Like, <laughs> I'm making the international sign of tubular. For those of you who are um, watching on the audio, he, which is gas and corn, he, he thinks that that is uh, the international sign for tubular. That's the international sign for something else. Uh, for <laughs> Cornet. Uh No, I was thinking Terek, but I mean, mm, yeah, all I the same. About me a lot. Next uh, <laughs> <laughs> one's flat yeah, pack. Sorry, T. Great. No, Karen. Sorry, I was waffling. Ah. Next one's Flatback Alpha. We'd like to thank them for uh, sponsoring a swinger and a target stand for the drill of the month. Uh, again, well, uh, thanks to Zero Mike for the uh, thousand bucks they're sponsoring for that. And shooting staff who are offering 15 minutes of t- range time with a target and use of a timer if you need one. 
to go and shoot the drill of the month at their facility. Um, or 50 Rand, I believe. Guys, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, I, I had to <laughs> recall the lying. archives. Yes. <laughs> cool stuff, I'm not lying. And then uh, we, have, uh, we have another one that we need to announce tonight. Uh, sorry, peeps, this is not for the drill of the month. Um, but Tarek is the new brand ambassador for Rocksteady Gear. Uh, our buddies Daniel and Lance. So they bring in a number of things. They bring in the uh, the magload goodies for the shotgun guys. Uh, they bring in DCC clips, the, those awesome metal clips that we like running on our uh, on our holsters. They bring in Tenacore holsters. Um, I don't know if he's doing Tenacore anymore. There's a huge amount of magload stuff on hand available for you to order right now. You just need to get hold of them and tell them I sent you. Um, there are Nexus Pro um, loading kits, which are superlative. That's my word for the week. Um, MagTube extensions. Uh, the uh, I, I saw a Primus loader. There's the um, Shot Savers. There's all sorts of very, very cool stuff. Um, so, so hit up one of the guys there and they'll get you, you, you hooked up with whatever you need for your shot. Currently, primarily shotgun stuff, but uh, watch the space. Cool stuff. Lekker. I think that does it for the, uh, for the announcements. Uh, hang on. There's one more that I'll need to quickly find that I wanted to mention specifically. So someone commented on Podbean, which is some, I don't know, random weirdo podcasting thing. Uh, happy anniversary, motherfuckers, too. Uh, for last week's episode, when we said it's the, the one-year anniversary. So we would like to say thanks to, and I quote, PBG078F3CB3CV. You know who you are. We have no fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> so this, I think, is officially episode two of season two of Welcome to the Gun Show. We forgot to announce that last week was season one. If if we did season, that would be true. <laughs> oh. Uh, let, 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 yes. Fuck it. It's season two, motherfuckers. We'll call it season two. D L G B T. Horsepower seem to like the idea. So, and he they seem to like the idea. They are a supporter. Did we thank Anko for all his um, joining the club? I did. We mentioned it last. Yes, we did at the end of last we week's did. show. I think I mentioned that uh, I knew he'd rated everything because I got seventy-five emails in a row. Um, yeah. Thanks again, Anko, for the uh, seventy-five emails in a row. Uh, there's a whole bunch of other guys who have continued to rate stuff. Uh, Dirk Kotzer comes to mind, Christian Schall. Uh, we got some, 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 I don't know how many he rated, but we got some ratings from Cockroach, Jason Codd, um, that I saw recently. Uh, there's probably more people. Now you've given uh, away a um, secret identity. What? You've given away cockroach. cockroaches. Well, yeah, I don't think that's, I don't think I that's did. a really good secret. So. <laughs> anyway, cat's out the bag now. Uh, and cockroaches Dirk, out the nuclear reactor. <laughs> we are busy working. So we're recording this on Wednesday night because time travel. Um, we are busy working on your request of tonight. Um, we're just 
trying to work on a date. So we'll see if you really listen to the show. Cool stuff. I think he does, but we'll we'll find out. <laughs> uh, the topic for that's the cool secret Martin. word is custard. Thanks. Secret word is custard. <laughs> Uh, tonight's topic is going to be uh, variations on draws. Um, something that came up earlier today. Um, doing some adjustments to standardized draws to make them either more challenging or uh, easier, depending on whether you are finding them easy or relatively easy, or if you're finding them pretty challenging and uh, you're not quite sure how to improve using it as it stands. Um, so, Tebag, you had something that you were doing for the uh, the May draw specifically that you did today, yesterday? Today. Um, yeah, so it was actually kind of weird because Gaz and I both tried different variations um, on the drill. Uh, and so what I did, the drill of the month, for those of you who are listening to this in the future or, or who haven't paid attention, is the wizard drill. So it's... Uh, Two and a half second part time, draw and fire, one headshot in a four inch circle. Uh, strong hand only at three meters or three yards. Uh, three meters, I think most of us here are using. Um, strong hand only a freestyle at five meters, uh, freestyle at seven meters, and then two body 18 circle shots at uh, um, 10 meters. Uh, and I think a lot of guys have um, found that, that it's a pretty challenging drill. Um, so, Gaz and I were fucking around with it today independently, weirdly enough. Um, and what you can do with a drill like that is I decided to try and double the round count. Um, so I kept the part-time the same, kept the accuracy standard the same, um, but made it two headshots on each of the headshot drills and four body shots on, on each of the body shot drills just to kind of increase the time pressure. So what you want to do if you're going to adjust something like this is don't don't loosen up two standards. If you're going to make it easier, don't make it, you know, the accuracy and the time standard easier. Uh, and if you're going to make it, if you're going to try and make it more challenging, ideally keep at least one of them the same or make them both more challenging. Don't go, oh, well, I'm going to throw my, away my accuracy standard and have a, have a tougher time standard. Uh, for the record, I, I failed. Um, on the very first shot, I somehow managed to... Um, Quick the <laughs> the first three meter shot um, below the circle, so it was still in the head, but it wasn't in the circle, so it's technically a fail. Um, so my challenge next week is going to be to uh, to pass it because I managed to managed to get everything else in. Um, it's uh, it's relatively tight. Um, the funnily enough, I think the the body shots were probably the rawtiest ones, um, and I don't know why. Uh, but those, those, the, there wasn't a huge amount of, of space to, to mess around. Um, but yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing. Gaz, uh, Gaz did the same thing and he went strong hand only, Gaz. Yeah. So I did the whole wizard drill strong hand only, um, which is also a nice variation. I originally thought about doing it weekend only, but I thought I'd mm. save that for another day. <laughs> um, so basically you take all of the same strings at the same time time standard and then you just do them strong end only as opposed to switching over to freestyle from five yards or five meters onward 
you do it all strong hand only, which is pretty cool and it's interesting. And I think that's that's a very good part of the toolkit to having in your tool bag if you can. Um, is is good solid strong hand shooting or strong hand only shooting. So interestingly, Lance yeah, also like submitted one today that was strong hand only. I just yeah, saw that, that was now also as well. Yeah, also independently. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I'm definitely going to try Gaz's variation next week. Um, and I'm also going to try and sort of um, clean up on the on the, the, the double time one. Um, but I think it's a, it's a really nice idea with a whole lot of standardized drills that if you, obviously, if, if you're struggling to do them, don't try and make them more difficult. Um, you know, so whatever the drill is, don't go, ooh, I can't make the standard, so I'm going to make it more difficult. That's kind of silly, and it's just going to make you feel um, sort of defeated. It's, it's not going to put you in a good space. If you find that you can, you can generally do it on demand, um, step one is, is being able to do the standardized drill on demand. So, uh, you know, there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with going, I'm, I'm going to work on this drill, and I'm going to, work, I'm going to break down each element so that I can I can do it. Um, so step one is we want to be able to do it on demand. We want to be able to go okay, whatever the drill is, and we'll use this month's drill of the, the month because it's 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 current. Um, you know, I want to be able to to make all the time standards on demand, and and that on a lot of drills can. You know, it it, it I think everyone discovered with the drill of the month this month. They discovered with the drill of the month next last month, and next month's drill of the month is going to show it possibly even harder. Because I really picked it. Um, they've seen that a lot of these things that look really easy on paper are, are, are quite challenging, um, and some of the guys have found that they can they can they can kind of do them pretty pretty handily. So if you can do it on demand, um, instead of just kind of feeling good about yourself and going, "Well, I can I can do this drill, no problem. I'm a ninja." Uh, Start making it a bit more challenging. What you can do is you can you can drop the, the part time. So on the on the wizard drill, you can drop that part time from two and a half seconds to two seconds, as an example. Um, you can do what Gaz did and, and keep the part time the same, but do it accurate, do it strong hand only, uh, which uh, which adds adds a, a more challenging element. You could if if you're if you're cleaning that, you could you could do it weekend only. Um, you can do what I did and, and, and double the round count. You could, if you wanted, uh, use two smaller target zones. So you could go, I'm going to, and I might try this next week as well. If I get a gap, I'm going to go with that same, I'm going to try for that same two and a half second time, uh, you know, uh, part time, but I'm going to try and run a, a two inch circle in the head and, uh, and a four inch circle in the body and saying that out loud, that's going to be fucking roti um but with any of the any of the sort of well-known standardized drills so the wizard drill the test the, the fast whatever the, the food court standards whatever um if if you find that that you're in a position where you are you're you're no longer challenged by whatever the standard is don't be scared to challenge yourself and experiment um you know find something that makes it a little bit more a little bit more difficult, so more you know, harder accuracy standard or a, or a harder time standard. I wouldn't suggest trying both at once, um, because 
if you're going to make like noticeable increments, if you try and change both at once, it's going it, to, it, it could once again end up in that situation where you just feel defeated. Um, so try one at a time and, and kind of keep making it a little bit more challenging. Um, conversely, if, if you just can't do it. So if, if you're going, I've tried this drill and every time I try it, I just can't, I can't make the accuracy standard. I can't make the time standard. I would, I would prefer that you didn't throttle back the accuracy standard. So I would prefer you didn't go, well, I can't make this. So what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm, I'm going to use a bigger target. What I would prefer you did is if you have to get a little bit closer, but ideally um, give yourself a little bit more time. So if, if you find with the wizard drill, for an example, if you find that you can't make the standard, um, maybe try it with a three-second part-time. Jokes aside, maybe try it without a part-time. Maybe go, you know, th there shouldn't be a shot in there that you can't make. So if you're struggling with that, then maybe take a step back and go, this is what I need to focus on. I. I'm struggling to hit to four in circle at five meters with, with two hands on the gun um, or to buy a new gun or to put a different light on your gun or to drill holes in your slide. The secret there is to work the fundamentals that you can do that on demand. Once you can do that on demand, then you can, you can start adding a time, a, 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 you know, some sort of time pressure. on Does that make sense? That does. Um, Something that I think I've mentioned in the past, but is probably really good to mention again now with uh, speaking of guys who are struggling to make the times or the accuracy of both. Um, if you're having any difficulty doing this, be sure to record yourself doing this. Get some video. Because um, for a lot of guys, it might be draw speed that's putting them out. Uh, but I, I suspect for even more guys, uh, what's going to put them out of the time stand is going to be over aiming. So you have the gun out, you have it at full extension, you have sights, but you're not shooting as soon as the shot is available. And you'll be able to see that stuff and diagnose it um, in video. So really good idea to, to, to get some video of yourself. It, it might be that not making the time standard is, is a, is a purely software thing rather than a repetition thing. Um, for some of you. So if you're having difficulties, I'm not saying record absolutely every run you do, but if you're having some difficulties, try and record them so that you can analyze them afterwards. Uh, it's, it's a lot easier going backwards and forwards through video. And if you could, you could even slow-mo it uh, than it is to try and recall exactly what happened when you were trying to make a two and a half second part-time. Um, so be sure to use that. And, and uh, with it, sorry, Corn, with that, you're going to be basing some of this this sort of diagnosis through some repetition. So when I did the strong end only version of the wizard yesterday, yeah, yesterday, um, my first shot at 10 meters into the body circle, I pulled out of the circle. Um, and that's not something that's going to happen every time. So be aware of sort of getting into this hyper analysis mode where you've made an error, you recognize the error and you can work towards reducing that from happening on a regular basis in future. But don't get too caught up in the fact that you made one error. It's maybe not a, a, a consistent error that you're going to be making. It may be a one-off. We want to reduce those one-off um, 
problematic things because of what we're doing and what we're trying to test here. But just be aware of being hyper analytical of the stuff because then you're going to go into overdrive and you just, you're not going to find any sort of growth with that. Yeah, that just comes back to honesty because mm-hmm. you know you. Um, Gaz pulling that thing out of the circle, he, he knows his shooting ability and he can go, well, I know that that was me pulling the shot, but I know that I don't usually do that. Um, so he doesn't have to go and you know, sort of overanalyze that and try and work it to death to try and fix it. Um, where if you know that you have a tendency to shoot not inside your, your target zone, you're doing that often, not just in these drills. You need to be honest with yourself and go, well, this isn't a one-off issue. This is not something that happened once because I'm doing this drill and there's a little bit of a tight time standard. I'm doing it relatively consistently when I shoot. So you need to go and work on that. Um, but as Gay said, I would, I would start looking at this sort of stuff when I see a pattern emerge in my shooting. So if I'm doing something and I've seen it, you know, this is the third or the fourth time that I've seen it doing various things like, okay, that's something I need to work on. Um, if it happens once or twice in the, the volume that I shoot, I'm probably going to say that, well, that was just uh, me not uh, paying the target as much uh, sort of attention as I need to. And as a result, this happened. But be honest. It, it, I, think, I think it kind of ties into that, that comment, the, the, the point I made earlier about on-demand skill. Um, and a lot of people, and we've discussed this with bull drills, you know, you, you get guys who run 100 bull drills and they do one 173 um, and everything else is a 250. And if you ask them what their bull drill time is, what do they tell you? 168. Um, you know, it's, and, and you know, self-delusion is, is not a clever thing. So, yeah, if, if you find yourself, um, you, you need to look at it exactly like when I said and go, do I, do I generally get it in the head and this one I just pulled? Um, and that ha- I don't care how good you are. I've, I've seen gas miss shots. Um, you know, it's, it happens. No, no, no matter what your skill level is, occasionally you're going to fuck something up. If, if it's occasionally, then so be it. You know, it, that, that hopefully, you, you, hopefully you kind of called the shot or you, you had an idea of what happened. If, if, Nine out of ten times you're missing it, and 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 the one time you're getting it in, well, don't bullshit yourself and tell you that you can, you know, tell yourself that you can do this. Exactly. Um, let's quickly talk about sort of reasonable increments. Um, and the reason I want to talk about this is we've seen some guys who have gone, well, doing a dot torture at three meters is for sissies. Hmm. So I'm going to shoot it at twelve. Um, <laughs> Whoa. I, I'm like, I haven't seen dudes try it at all, but like, it's, it's a, it is an accurate representation of what guys do with drills where, well, you said to do this drill at five. So I'm going to do it at eight or yeah. 10. Um, now, as we said, adding some difficulty to it when you've made the original sort of standard is great. Um, but there need to, needs to be a little bit of reason in the increment you make. Um, as an example, taking this month's roll and going, I'm going to not do a two and a half second part-time, I'm going to do a 1.2 second part-time is not a realistic step um, for 
I'm going to say most people, but because it's from concealment, probably anyone. Um, going, well, I'm making 250, no problem. I'm going to go to 230 is a, is a, is a more sort of uh, sensible drop in time, I think. Um, similar thing with the uh, doubling of the rounds. Doubling of the rounds, probably sensible. Going, well, I'm going to do you know, four rounds into the head weekend only, and I'm going to keep the time at 250 is, again, it's not, it's not reasonable. Um, so don't break down your own sort of confidence and, and sort of hurt your own abilities by doing silly increments. Do things in, in, in sensible steps. You can work from 250 down to 150, whatever, uh, over time, but don't like drop a second off of that part-time immediately. That's, that's going to hurt you. Um, yeah, I mean, it also helps to, you know, like it helps to track your performance. And I know what some guys do is they, they, keep, a, they keep a log and they, they kind of keep all the numbers and they can go through. And uh, that's a really good system. It requires levels of organization I don't possess, but that's a really good system. But, you know, like, like with the drill of the month, if you know that you're consistently doing everything under two seconds, then try and set it, you know, try, try and aim for a sub two-second par. Uh, you know, if, if you drop it down to a 2.25 and, and you're still not challenged, drop it down to two second par. If if you find that you, you, you're just not making two seconds, leave it at two seconds, then, um, you know, try and do it consistently under 2.2 seconds. Uh, you know, you ideally want to be pushing... Um, you know, if, if you uh, and I'm talking here about skills improvement as opposed to skills maintenance or anything like that. But if you're trying to improve your skills, you you kind of want to be you know, you don't want to be comfortably making um, any of your targets because then they're not targets. Um, then then they're on demand skill sets, and that's that's a different thing. Um, and if if your targets are your on demand, hang, hang on one second, stop it. Um, you might want to move. Oh, maybe not dog noise. Um, you, you know, you 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 might want to you might want to change that, or, or so you know, it, it's going to depend on 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 where you find yourself. As I say, if you, if you find that you are um, doing doing it on demand, that's awesome, but it's not a target. Um, you know, if if you want to be improving that skill set, you're going to need to either be dropping the time or increasing the accuracy requirement. Uh, and once again, if you are, if you're really good at something, um, it's great fun to do. It's probably not going to make a massive, um, it's, it's possibly not worth spending a huge amount of time on it. Um, you know, if, if, if you are the person who on demand is running a classic bull drill in a 1.9 um, every time, then don't waste your time going. It's great for your ego, but don't waste your time going to the range and doing that. Um, you know, try and do it in under two point two at ten meters. Try and do it in under three and a half at twenty five meters, or, or, or whatever. Um, but you you should always, if you're working on skills improvement, you should always be pushing for an attainable, but target, but not a target you can do under more. Um, so like with the wizard drill, if at the moment 
you are pushing to do three and a half seconds, then you're pushing to do three and a half seconds. And and that is what it is. It's not a value judgment. It's, it, there's no point getting upset about it because getting upset about it is not going to fix that. Um, if you want to improve that skill set, you need to look at where you're going wrong um, and you need to start working those skills. But, you know, I'd rather if you're running a 3.7 and you go, fuck, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a 3.5 and you, you do the work to do a 3.5, then you go, two and a half seconds is not possible for me. Um, you know, it's one of those classic things we see, and I'm going to pick on Gaz again. Gaz will run a stage and people turn around and go, well, you know, he's not human. Or you, you'll get a, a myriad of excuses as to why Gaz just pushed everyone shit him. And only one is true. It's because he outworks almost everyone else. Um, that is the only reason why Gaz fucks people up at matches. Um, it's not because he has amazing hand-eye coordination or a giant penis or the best, well, he's got a really cool gun, but um, he doesn't have the most expensive gun. It's none of the other shit that people try and blame it on. It's the fact that Garrett John Evans works harder at shooting gooder than almost anyone else. So if you want to get better at shooting gooder, what you've got to do is work harder than you are now. And if you want to beat other people, you need to outwork them. Um, you can't outgame them. You almost definitely can't outbuy them. Um, you know, everyone wants to buy this piece of kit and that piece of kit. Uh, but what you can probably do is outwork them. Um, excellent points. Uh, there are some some drills that that offer, um, and I can think of one off the top of my head. There is definitely others. I just can't think of them now. Um, the Gabe White Food Court standards have various uh, times associated with the individual skills, uh, and those give you a like a different classification based on the way that he set those skills up. Hmm. Um, so that's a that's in practice the whole well. If you can't do it in two and a half, but you can do it in three and a half, well, you're not useless. You've got room for improvement. There, there is a there is a, a standard that you've met. Uh, it's just not the very topmost standard. Let me tell you, the, the very topmost standard is challenging. So uh, the other thing is, T mentioned the fast draw earlier. The fast draw has a, uh, well, at least to get a coin, the fast draw has a unique challenge other than the fact that you need to do it in front of Ernest Langdon. Uh, you have to do it twice in a row, um, which is, uh, which is another way that if you, if you're trying to make sure that your on-demand skill is where it should be, if you're doing something that, uh, that you just barely make the standard on, if you can do it twice in a row, um, you can say, well, I'm just barely making the standard, but I can do this consistently as opposed to, uh, I've made the standard once, uh, so I've made it, uh, do, doing a second run and going, can I do a repeat of this is a, is a, is a good thing to try and add where appropriate. Don't waste ammo and do, just do that all the time. And I'm going to expand on what Kuhn just said there as well. Um, I often with the drill of the month, will we'll run it back to back. Um, so I'll, I'll run it once the the sort of official you know the official run because we we only really count the um, the cold run but then for myself I'll 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 very often run it straight away um, a second time and that's for a couple of reasons one is I want to see um, both accuracy and time and 
am, am I am I being consistent? Did I did I pull one out my backside and get it get it right? Um, or you know, what 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 I ideally want to see is that, and 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 let's use the the wizard drill as a as an example. I would rather that I ran it back to back and did everything in two point four seconds than ran it back to back and did one run in one point six and one run in three point nine. Um, you know that that that's that that's not if that's the, the results I'm getting. It's telling getting it's telling me not that. I can do this, but that sometimes I get lucky. Um, so it's a good idea with drills. You know, don't don't just run the same drill over and over and over again by rote. Um, but but if you're running a drill, I generally like to run it back to back. There's a few drills I like to run pretty often as a, um, a sort of a test of where I am or if I'm comparing different holsters or different guns or something. Um, and I've done that a lot with the drill of the months as well, where I'll. I'll run it with different guns, partially to see how they shoot and partially for myself as well. Once again, it's that consistency check. Um, you know, I, I, I crow loudly all the time about how it sights and triggers and that. So if, if I can only shoot one gun well, well, then I'm bullshitting myself and it's, that's not true. Um, so, yeah, some guns I'm going to shoot better than others. But I, I like to run it with, with a couple of different guns from time to time and just see – Am I am I making whatever standard with all of them? Some of them I'm going to shoot better. Weirdly enough, on a lot of the drills, I shoot my G48 far better than I deserve to. Um, but uh, well, of course, because it's a Glock, you know, company man and all. But uh, I I found that uh, I really like to 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 kind of check that consistency. Is it is it something I can do consistently uh, and and you know, and that includes if I've dropped the dropped the accurate uh, dropped the time limit or, or increased the accuracy standard or whatever. I, I want to see am I am I able to do that? It, it once again boils down to that on demand. Um, I want and and if you're a, especially if you're a defensive minded shooter or or a competition minded minded shooter, you need to have access to an on demand skill set. You you need a skill set that you know you have and and that you can tap into um because fought and i see far too many people who hope that either in a fight or in a match they're somehow going to have a grasp of that one time that everything hooked up and went really really well uh that's almost definitely not going to happen um in fact i would rather i would rather bank on the fact that the one time everything went wrong, that's probably what I'm going to do then. So what I want to make sure is not that my occasional moments of glory are fantastic, but that my fuck-ups are, are still pretty good, um, if that makes sense. Not that we're aiming to fuck up, but, you know, I, I want I want the worst-case scenario to be as strong as possible, not not some, you know, wonderful, oh, the, this one time I did a, you know, whatever draw, Um because if that's if that was that one time, it's probably not going to happen when I need it. Yeah, the other one is um, lots of guys will always shoot in the same conditions, which is perfectly fine. Um, but leave a target in your car that is set up for a a drill such as this self fence orientated drill. Um, and if you're at the range and oh my word, it just started no, raining. I'm going to pack up my competition stuff and I'm going to go home. 
maybe throw on your uh, your defensive target quickly and, and run that in the rain. Um, same thing, I, I don't like shooting at indoor shooting ranges, but occasionally running something at an indoor shooting range is not a bad idea. Um, and the main reason for that is the lighting is generally absolutely poor and seeing sights and targets at indoor shooting ranges is more difficult. So starts the rain, run a, a defensive orientated drill. Uh, if you can do them in sort of low-ish light, occasionally at indoor shooting range, that's great. Um, low light or no light is is pretty difficult for most of us to get access to ranges and things so we can run drills. But if you have the opportunity to do that, um, go ahead and, and try and run, for example, the wizard drill, the running it stronghand only like Gaz did and like Lance did and like T is going to do and like I'm going to do um, is a great way to, to work your torch, your light, whilst running your gun. So if you could run it in the dark, that's great. Like I said, I understand that it might be difficult for most of us to get access to ranges where you can do that. But if you have the opportunity, absolutely use it. Um, there's all sorts of other conditions that you could probably run it in, but and none of those come to mind right now. But don't don't let prevailing conditions put you off of shooting. Um, you're going to have to do this on the day that you have to do it for reals, regardless of what the actual conditions are. So train that way. I mean, I generally sit in an indoor shooting range because I have one downstairs from my office. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, know, I don't like shooting at them, but nope, if they're convenient. <laughs> it, it, does, it does make a lot of stuff more challenging. Um, you know, the, the light is not as good. Um, but that's also, especially if you're a defensive-minded shooter, um, the chances of you getting in a gunfight in, uh, you know, under perfect day sun. sky... Cloud, skies with fluffy white clouds are pretty low. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Um, something else to try and track, and this is not technically on the topic, but I think we've mentioned it before, or we did mention it earlier in this show too. Any repeat issues, um, we specifically meant issues that you're having earlier, but if you're seeing any sort of repeat gear issues, you have to address those. If you're snagging a shirt in every drawl, if you're having a holster that doesn't release the gun in every drawl, you're having a holster that's too loose and you can never get a good grip on the gun because it just flops out the holster the moment you touch it, uh, you need to look at that stuff and keep track of it. Said so if you see a repeat of it, you need to look at sorting that out. Um, the only exception to, to, to looking for a repeat is if you have catastrophic failure. Um, John with his holster, that was catastrophic failure. Um, even though the holster worked exactly as we would expect it to work, um, that was a, a catastrophic failure to the point where you've got to you've got to move away from that gear as quickly as you can. Um, other things you can probably look for for a for a repeat before you start going. Well, this is a this is a legit problem that I need to address. And addressing the issue isn't always gear. Uh, it might be practice, uh, or it could be sort of uh, a change in clothing and that kind of stuff where in a certain shirt, you just can't draw or when you're wearing certain set of pants with a certain belt, um, especially on, on holsters with uh, adjustable retention, you can actually pancake the two pieces of Kydex so tightly against the slide of your gun with your belt tension that you can't actually draw the gun. Um, there you need to sort of seriously look into that stuff and fix it. Yeah, I think that's, 
Yeah, as I said earlier, I, I I use a fair amount of these these tools to compare um, different pieces of kit, so different holsters, different guns. Uh, you know, if if you've got a Holosun optic, whether you want the dot the the big ring or the the dot and the ring. Um, you know, if you've got a, a five hundred seven series optic or five hundred eight or five hundred nine, um, though apparently on I think on the five hundred nine there's no big ring option, which is a bit depressing. Um, anyway, moving swiftly along. <laughs> uh, obviously, there if if you make a catastrophic mistake, well then that's one of those things, and, and maybe don't hold that against the piece of kit. Uh, but yeah, it, it's a good way to go. Well, shit, you know, if I use this holster, um, I'm consistently half a second slower. Well, that might or might not mean can that holster. Um, if that holster is comfortable enough that you're actually going to carry it in, well, it might be worth giving up the half a second. Um, it's not ideal to give up half a second, but it's better than driving home to go get your gun. Um, if that holster is concealable enough that you can actually wear it at work and you couldn't with the other one, well, then, you know, that that's also something to be aware of. But if you have the info, um, that puts you in a much stronger position for, for two reasons. One, you can try and fix that. You can go, well, what do I need to do to, to improve my performance with this particular piece, piece of kit? Um, you know, you, you may be in a position where the biggest gun you can carry is a Glock 42 or a, a J frame or, or whatever. Um, that is what it is. Uh, you need to be aware of, of, of what your, your on-demand skill set with that is and, and go, if I don't think this is good enough, and I think one of the reasons why we went to the wizard drill is because that's a really good standard. If I can't pass the standard, what do I need to do to meet it? Um, you know, do I... And, and nine times out of ten, that that's gonna gonna lie with you as the shooter. Um, but it it's gonna give you information. It's also you you may go well, fuck. No matter what I do, this is where I am with this piece of kit, and it's either this or not carry a gun. That's useful info too. It's, it's not always info that makes us feel good. It's not always the info that we necessarily want, but it's very likely the info that we need. Um, so you you may find yourself in a position where you go shit, you know this this bag I carry the gun in or this ankle holster whatever, my time to first shot is is dramatically longer than I'd like it to be, but I can't carry any other way because I have to carry a tucked in polo shirt at work by an enigma. Um, but you know it, what, whatever the situation is that you can't change that piece of kit, at least it gives you information and you know how you can start working on solutions to that um you know do i do i need to work other skills do i need to um do i need to accept the fact that it's going to take me this much longer to keep keep get the piece of kit into action therefore i need to be more mindful of going to it because it's going to take that that longer time period before it's in action yeah and um, another thing to consider with like if we focus on on the wizard draw from this month uh, it's a multiple string drill. So we've got shots at, or a shot at three, five, seven, and then two shots at 10. If you find yourself battling to make that shot at seven meters, there's nothing stopping you from working on that specific technique, whether it's a time-based thing that you need to sort out at that distance, probably over aiming or something like that, 
Or if it's an accuracy standard, you need to figure out what you need to do to meet that accuracy standard. And for that period of time where you're learning those things, either the, the time doesn't really make a difference if you're learning what you need to do in order to make that shot at seven meters and get those repetitions in. There's no point in continuing to do the stuff at three, five, and 10 or and at seven. Um, if seven is where you're battling, rather take that time and spend it working on seven because that's somewhere or some part of the drill that you've actually figured out and diagnosed. Okay, this is an issue. I need to work on it. And you can there diagnose what you need to do to rectify it at that specific string in that drill. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the whole that's the whole function of all these drills. It's an audit of where your skill set is. Um, your reaction to it is is the, the thing you can control. Um, you know, you 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 can't in the immediate term control how you did the drill. Um, what you can control is: do are, are you the person who goes and it's generally a guy who goes, "Well, fuck it, this drill is shit um, because I can't make it." Uh, <laughs> Or, you know, I got it right once, it's awesome. Or are you the person who goes, this is a hole in my skill set, this is something I need to work on. Um, I'll give you a quick hint. The second person is going to get better at pretty much everything in their life than the first person. Um, for reals, not for in my imaginary head. You know, it's that it's the classic... You don't want me angry. You don't want to fight me if I, you know, you won't like it if I'm angry. Well, dude, if you can't throw a punch when you're not angry, you're not going to be able to magically throw a punch when you're when you're angry. Um, if if you if if you can't sit back and 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 break it down and and start working on improving those skill sets, uh, they're not going to magically get better. Um, you know, the, the the speed and accuracy fairy. There is no accuracy fairy. Um, the speed fairy sometimes she comes. The accuracy fairy, um, she's not coming anywhere. The only way you're going to get better is is by working those skills. So exactly as Gaz said, go. And if it's a drill, so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a personal example. Um, and, it, and it's one where I've, I haven't necessarily taken my own advice. Scott just Linsky has his uh, black belt standards. Um, and there's... The most fun one is three meters, three body, two head, and I think it's under two seconds. Um, that's a fun drill to to, to run, um, and that's one I can do. Uh, this the, he has a seven meter concealed draw in a second, um, and I can't do it. So which one do I do the most? The three meter one because it's fun. Because it's fun. Um, yeah. Which one should I be spending more time on? Yeah, the seven meter one second draw um, because if you can do the one, you can probably do the other, but it's, it's easy to get sucked into the thing that is more fun or, and, and, and jokes aside, the thing that you're good at uh, because it's nice to go, Oh shit, I beat our time by whatever. Um, but what you need to be doing is, am I making the, the one second, seven meter? Am I, um, because if I'm not making those, then what's the point of repeatedly doing the one I can do? Uh, yep. Uh, sorry, slight change of pace. Um, and we'll come back to this. Something else that, that popped into my head, and I can't remember who you are. I'm truly sorry. Um, I was talking to someone the other day who, uh, who said that uh, they can normally do something specific. 
but they couldn't at that moment doing some drill because they were impeded by their jacket. So their jacket in combination with a shirt changed their draw enough that they could no longer make the standard that they were aiming for. Uh, does not mean they can't shoot. It just means that uh, they need to be aware that when you change clothing, um, specifically when the seasons change, uh, there is going to be some maintenance work that's going to be required. Um, more so when you change to wearing a jacket than when you change back to just wearing sort of single layer clothing. Uh, but be aware of that. So season changes are, are a big thing where uh, things change significantly enough that you need to rerun drills to see where you are and gain video so you can see what's happening with your actual draw. Because um, unfortunately, sweeping a uh, jacket out the way and also clearing a shirt at the same time is kind of difficult. Um, that gets even more difficult if your jacket is sort of zipped up or buttoned up. Um, that gets substantially more difficult because you now have to clear two layers. And you need to make sure that your technique of grabbing your clothing so you can rip it out the way is going to work through multiple layers of clothing because um, that's reality of life. Um, no matter how many uh, pairs of shorts you wear in winter, you will eventually also wear a jacket. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cold i'm gonna wear two sets of shorts today <laughs> that's you are yes that definitely is um sorry yama does you i've run out of africa sorry i mean that what didn't take me? long <laughs> you're guilty is there anything else that's oh, popped no. into your head that uh, that we haven't discussed in uh, variations of rules and, and doing it in, in ways to make it more difficult and make it more easy, if required? No, I don't think. I think we've covered some some good information there, and that that should help guys determine where to go with the drills and their skill set. Awesome. Yeah. Yvag, is there anything that you think that we we should have touched on that we haven't yet? No, I mean, I'm sure there's lots different. of stuff, but yeah. No, I, th I think we've we've hit the stuff we needed to hit on on this show. So I think just as a sort of a winding down, um, this ties in with with the rules of the the drill of the month that we 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 put in. Um, the drill of the month is not it's not a flex. It's not a it's not it's it's not a oh god I suck. Um, it's an opportunity for you to audit where you are uh, and go what do I need to work on. Um, and you know it's it's an opportunity for us as a community to look at this and go oh shit okay dude well you know what you four out of five of those you crushed um you know it's 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 that that's the whole point of this so please don't be scared and there's a couple of guys who have who 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 I'm like the guys I'm most proud of are not the guys who put up um you know, uh, you know, I, I clean this drill every time. Um, that's awesome, and I'm really glad guys are doing that. But the guys I'm most proud of are the guys who are going, well, this is my third or fourth go at the drill of the month, um, and I still haven't passed it, and I'm actually going to mention one of them by name. Um, Chris Bodnam, if I've pronounced your surname incorrectly, I apologize. Uh, but Chris and I'm not, and I, I, this is, I, I'm, I'm genuinely not making fun. I think it's awesome that Chris has had the balls to go, mm, 
I, I haven't managed to do this. Um, you know, I, I think he put one here where he went, you know, hashtag fail attempt, whatever. Um, because that's a lot harder than than putting up a a, a burner run. Um, you know, it's it's great to put up a run where you passed because, and especially if you crushed it, um, it's a lot harder to go. Ooh, I'm 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 not shooting at the same level as you know the you know some of the guys. So that's really important, and 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 all three of us are are really sort of grateful and proud of of the guys who are willing to do that, who are willing to to put up you know things where it didn't go right. Um, and and we need more of that. We need more of you guys to to kind of jump in on the drill of the week um, or the drill of the month. Because I think for you, not for me. I mean, we 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 don't get anything out of it. Um, I mean, if we could charge, that'd be awesome. But uh, you know, we 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 get no, we don't get anything out of it. But it'll be awesome for you to, and and you can then keep track of of how you went. The guy, you know, if you've done it two or three times in the month, um, or if in six months' time you go, shit, what was the May drill of the month? Let me try that again. Shit, in May I was struggling to make this. Now I'm doing it. You know quarter of a second under part-time, um, that, that will that'll put you in a better place mentally and that'll help you improve even better if you go, shit, I'm getting better. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those weird things where if you're right there, you're not going to notice it all the time. Uh, you know, jokes aside, you don't notice that whatever, you know, your puppy gets bigger every day because you see it every day. Um, it, it, you you don't you don't notice you're shooting all the time, but it's nice to have some sort of thing where you can go back and look at it and go, shit, you know, I'm I'm, I'm really happy that went forward. Or conversely, go, Ooh, like six months ago I could I could make this no problem. Now I can't. What have I changed? Um, you know what what have I, I I changed about my gear, myself, my 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 um, approach to this that I can no longer make make that sort of standard and and it might be a case of well i can still pass the wizard rule i can't pass it as, as well as i used to but i can now run further or lift heavier or do whatever that might not be a bad thing um what's important though is that you have a way of tracking that and, and you know what what caused it so closing words from me um i think we've we've mentioned this a number of times but uh if you're truly struggling with stuff, seeking out competent training is uh, a fantastic way to fast track your progress. Uh, T does uh, both sports shooting and defensive sort of orientated uh, training uh, for pistols, rifles, shotguns. Uh, Gaz offers, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, competitive uh, sort of coaching for uh, pistol shooters. So if you're having specific problems, that kind of stuff, definitely hit him up. Uh, there's obviously Albert Vessels, uh, sport shooting specific, uh, and I think highly specialized into handgun. And uh, then Adrian uh, of, of TDI. Adrian does all sorts of things. He has some sport shooting type stuff. Uh, he's highly specialized into, into the defensive side of the world. So if you're having difficulty with this sort of stuff, seek out those competent trainers and uh, – do some cross training. So trying to get to sort of two or three or all of those is a really good idea because it's going to give you a comprehensive set of skills in presented in a couple of different ways. 
And you may find that the way that T presents things like drawing from concealment might really work for you, but the way that he does something else might not quite click in your head. But then the way that Adrian explains that might bring that to light for you and, and, and make it better. So like I said, seek out, seek out the training. Those guys are fantastic. Highly recommended. Um, T, you have training coming up on the 29th. Still yep. spots available. So when this comes out, um, the, uh, you will have an opportunity to, well, hope, well, hopefully they won't, but there may still, there should still be a couple of spots available. So, um, hit me up, but I'll be running a defensive pistol course, on, uh, on Saturday, the 29th at Magnum. Um, so hit me up if you want to, if you want to book a spot. Um, and for the record, I have, uh, spoken to both Adrian and Albert about um, running, doing some of their courses as a student um, this year as well. So uh, I will, I'm quite happy to put my money where my mouth is. I recommend both of them to people all the time. Um, we, we may have philosophical differences, we may have technique differences, but they're too ready in what they're teaching um, and do a good job of it. Uh, and as I say, I've, I've spoken to both about them about um, jumping on spots on their courses uh, this year as well. So beware virgin love. Um, beware of, of going, this is my instructor. This is not ninjutsu. Um, you, you can, you can whore around a little bit and, and, and train with a couple of different people. And me, obviously. And you should. Yeah. Nice. So as always, we'd like to thank all of the all of the guys who've got involved in the drill of the month. We do appreciate all of those submissions. And we also appreciate all of the support and interaction that we're getting from our listeners. Um, keep up the good work, get to doing the drill of the month. It will be beneficial for you, that's for sure. Um and as always, if you want to join our club, please drop us a rating and a subscribe and a like. Minimum of five stars gets you into the club. And on that bombshell, later losers. <laughs>